fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Habner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Hey everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Fullback Dive brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal. We're your lead blocker to fantasy excellence, glory, championships, all that stuff, even as we come to the end of March. And there's not a ton of NFL news, although there's some, definitely, and we're going to be talking about that. But the main purpose of today's show is we're going to do an underdog post-free agency super flex draft, and uh, we're going to have a great time doing it. I'm your host, Nat The Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself. Real quick, Wolf, run us through this. Uh, we're the we're the fourth pick in this draft, right? Yeah, we're up in about 20 seconds. I Usually it takes a little bit for these to fill, so I was excited to have some time to just, one, catch up and quickly say hello. Uh, there's some news that no, I wanted no, no to No time about. for that. But, no, we're about to be on the clock. So, so far we have Allen, Jackson, and we then going, either Mahomes or Herbert's on the table. I'm going to take either one of them because this is a we get, We're taking Mahomes. Take him. Oh, 100%. He's fallen to us. And – the reason, you know, we could just kind of jump right in here. Everybody's assuming the Chiefs are done at receiver. If Marquez Valdez-Scantling is their number one right now, okay, I get why Mahomes should fall this far. They've already talked about some news we were going to talk about if we had time uh, at the beginning was how they are clearly trying, according to reports, to find a new number one receiver, trying to make a big splash for a quote-unquote top receiver. DK. DK Metcalf. Remember how we were just salivating you know, I'm, I'm still salivating Ooh. about it. Exactly. My mouth is still wet, as are my pants, thinking about DK Metcalf going to the, the Chiefs. So I getting him at four, that was the best case. I'm like, ah, oh, four kind of sucks. Well, we won't be able to get Mahomes, and I do love Herbert. He's probably going to be gone, but bam. So now we already got our guy here. So, yeah, frightened of the fire. There's usually a few minutes, but we were that the – I was like, all right, I'll go live. I'll hit enter the draft, and we'll have like five to ten minutes before it actually fills up. We were the last team to get in here. So we're pumped. We're going right into it. I'll pull up the uh, draft board look until it's yeah. our pick, so you guys can kind of see what's going on here um, while we while we shoot the shit while we chat. Yeah, all, all QBs so far. Cooper Cup went at five, and Jonathan Taylor went at seven. Other than that, it's all the all the quarterbacks. And you know, uh, Superflex draft, and, and this is best ball. Is this right? Yes, this is best yeah. ball. Yep. A lot of quarterback. I mean, it, this is a, a quarterback heavy thing. You want to take them that you know? What would you say? Like, there's ten quarterbacks that scored over a certain threshold. Uh, and then there's a pretty decent drop-off. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great transition. And just some general super flex strategy for those of you that do want to join in this. I'm in the best ball super flex uh, big board, they call it. Only 10 bucks for a shot at 50K. Awesome stuff. Uh, and great research done by one of my favorite followers, Jay Larky tweets, Josh Larky. Uh, a great follow. If you don't somehow follow him and you follow us, go check him out. Some of the best analysis. But he ran some great numbers on quote-unquote, best ball points added last year. Uh, and when you kind of account for if they could have been a super flex, 10 of the top 20 highest scores, as you just alluded to, were quarterbacks. So getting two studs, it's rare. You have to kind of be where you see here at the bottom of the draft, Burrow, Wilson, Dak, Stafford. That's usually when you can line these guys up. Uh, but we'll hope for somebody to fall uh, towards us. I just want to make sure. We just had a very strong, we just we just hit the turn of the snake draft and a guy went Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, which is a, a pretty nice uh, little 12-13 pick there, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, Henry, Henry Rodgers, although Rodgers is one of the bigger fallers, in in my opinion, this offseason. Sure. Going to be a few talking points. As it, you know, it's going to be a little chaotic because we're going to be bouncing back and forth between our pick and making that, and then some talking points. We have some news like Ronald Jones, Rondell yep. Moore, some players I do want to talk about as we go back and forth, but I did want to hit, you know, that general strategy yeah. again, getting two solid quarterbacks is a great strategy in these formats. Uh, there are guys going in round three or so that I do like Kirk cousins often falls to round three. I think he's a solid second or even third option sometimes. Um, but ultimately like I'm looking at this right now, one of my favorite picks, I doubt he's going to make it. He just went here, Tom Brady. Yeah. So then he's got Prescott and Brady started with uh, right before that at the 14th pick, Justin Jefferson, second wide receiver off the board. Trey Lance, that is a terrible pick, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, this one and off that was the board. One of the players I wanted to talk about. So mine is all covered. They're speculating right now because the trade market is very low on him and there's very few buyers at this point. 
Jimmy Garoppolo might be back next year. And if he is, he might start because there's talk in the building that he's not ready, Trey Lance, right now. So him going at pick no. 16, one of the worst picks you could possibly make at this point. If he starts all year, maybe he's great. But we still, even in his starts last year, like we were some of the highest people you could be on Trey Lance. I was calling him the cheat code of 2022 or 2021 whenever he started. And he just looked under Sean Watson overmatched. Man, what, I, I can't, why would you pick Trey Lance over to Sean Watson? That makes no sense, right? You know, I have no idea. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Show me I the big. Our show me, show right. me the big board, Wolf. Let me yeah, see. Uh, so let me see what we got. Caffrey, and oh I know my. you hate McCaffrey. No, I mean, but man, but like that's this tough. late. Also, Eckler. Eckler would be a great pick right here. I mean, I'm really hoping for McCaffrey, honestly. I, am, I know me too. It's, it's scary. I'm, and I'm second round. That's where you swallow it and you just take the risk, you know. <laughs> also, starting a, starting a team with Mahomes and McCaffrey is pretty fun. Okay, uh, and we're and on the clock. Him. Take him, take him, Wolf. Do it. You do. Do you think we do him, or do we do? And Derek Carr went. He was another guy I was eyeing for. Hopefully, round. Or do three. we stack with Kelsey? That was the other option. Do we stack ah. with Kelsey? It's tough to pass up on McCaffrey in a, a full season here. So. I think we do McCaffrey. I know. I, I don't hate it though. I love it and I hate it because I mean, if we get McCaffrey of two seasons ago, three seasons ago, well, then we're gonna win. We're gonna win our league. We have Mahomes, we have Mahomes too. And then the man, the Kelsey and uh, Mahomes stack was appealing. I admit it. Very appealing, and you know what? We can't rule out that he might fall to us here. Nah, okay. no way, no as, way. No as chance. you say it, um, <laughs> I kind of like, and then we'll get back to some strategy talk here. I kind of like going Kirk Cousins here if he does fall to us. We have a really so so. Uh, Hmm. I mean, I do obviously Dalvin Cook's intriguing too. Dalvin um, Cook, uh, love Javante, but I would probably pick Cook. I I would too. Yeah. Oh, we're, just, up, no, we're up, man. We're up. We're up. I think we go Cousins, and we just lock up two good, sturdy quarterbacks here. You you'd be surprised. I've done so many of these drafts. I'm just gonna take them, and then I'll. I'm gonna of- defer to you. I would never have done this if it were just me. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wait till you see, though. And I, the first couple drafts I did, I was going running back, running back, receiver, receiver. You'll see, though, after round three or four, the quarterbacks, I mean, we'd be looking at like Trubisky in round five or six. And again, 10 of he the top you. quarterbacks. Um, so it is it, a huge thing to get right. And yeah, there will be a couple guys that fall outside these top three rounds that are solid in the, inside those top 15 quarterbacks. It's going to be tough to find them, though. Uh, wait till you see the types of running backs that are going to fall. Uh, the, the value you only start two receivers in these leagues as well. Okay. Um, so it's you know why don't we talk about the the roster here so everyone can see it. You're going to start two quarterbacks, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, one flex. So running back, wide receiver, tight end, and then one super flex as well. And uh, which could probably, be a quarterback or a probably going to be Kirk Cousins. All yes. Right. So. Every- Right. All right, so we'll, we'll keep you updated as far as, like, what's happening. Uh, if anyone big falls right now, Dalvin Cook, considered the best available player on the board. We are about Which, to like hit the turn. 34, that's an insane value. Like, I'm, I'm just going to keep sure. the board up. I mean, well, he I just mean, went. Right, he just yeah. went. So, anyway, um, we're, we're getting near the turn uh, between the third and fourth round. And so I'll just bring up to you that Ronald Jones has been signed by the Chiefs. Uh, and Andy Reid has said the team is going to give him a chance to be a major part of the offense. Obviously, I believe uh, Daryl Williams out, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire obviously still there, although he's been a little bit underwhelming in his time with the Chiefs. And we've been – I know you, you're big on these value holes, which I've always enjoyed hearing about. I mean, Chiefs running back is obviously a huge value hole, and mm-hmm. someone wants to fill that thing. And uh, who knows? Maybe it's going to be Rojo. What do you think about this? Kamara just went, by the way, uh, the first pick in the fourth round. I lo- that's one of the round values. You've got mixing in Kamara running back. So we'll see who falls here. To us, but I don't think I think getting that sure thing at quarterback is going to make us okay. a whole lot more comfortable um, than right. going a receiver or running back there. But we were talking about Ronald Jones. Yeah, ultimately the Chiefs have ranked over the last uh, four seasons with Mahomes second, fourth, sixth, and fifth in total points. So you know you're getting a top five offense here, uh, more likely than not, which is just a beautiful thing. Um, and then you got ultimately. Uh, that's always going to be the case with Pat Mahomes, regardless of who's at receiver. You got a guy, Daryl Williams, who was a top 20 running back whenever CEH missed time. He's had injury concerns throughout his whole career. So you got some of that sexy hand side potentially here. Um, and I mean, this just, it's just a great offense to have pieces. of. is one of those guys that has shot through the roof in terms of what his potential value was. He was going in the last couple rounds here. 
Definitely a guy I am more than willing to take plenty of shots on as a late-round stab. Can't really do much as a pass catcher, so I do think CEH will have a role in that sense. But would I be shocked if, if Ronald Jones is the lead ball carrier? I mean, based on some of these quotes that we've got coming out of Andy Reid's mouth, it could definitely be Ronald Jones. He has a chance to be a major part, as you suggested. He's a tough runner, good vision. I'll take that. And he needs the opportunity to feel like a major part of this thing. We'll give him that. I've got Clyde in there, too, so it just helps take some pressure. They'll work together and be a pretty good combo. So at minimum, those two should be far closer in draft capital than what they are right now. I think CEH takes a big hit, and Ronald Jones definitely goes up big, in my opinion. What are your thoughts, Nat? Uh, I agree with you. I mean, they didn't bring him in for nothing, you wouldn't think. You know, I mean, I, I feel like they see the same stuff that we see. Um, meanwhile, in, in our draft, we are on the clock right now. We had a big receiver run and then a big uh, running back run and then another receiver and now another running back. Kyle Pitts, the top guy on the board. I don't love that. We've got Waddle, Aaron Jones, Darren Waller up there. What do you like here? I like Aaron Jones. No Devontae Adams. He's been on pace for over 20 touchdowns. Uh, almost a thousand receiving yards. I'm going to go Aaron Jones while I, while I hype him up, but in his game, seven games played across the last three seasons without Devonte Adams, he becomes the, the green Bay version of Alvin Kamara. And it's sexy. He's such a big play threat. He's so dangerous when he gets into space. I absolutely love that. So I, I love going Aaron Jones here, locking up our top two backs. It's best ball. So yeah, Aaron Jones does give you a couple of those duds every year, but he, and so it so, will our line will kind of account for that. So show me the best available receivers that are left right now. Yeah, do you see this right here? Uh yeah, but click, just click on the receiver, Mark, and let me see. So Waddle, Evans, D. I want DK desperately. Um <laughs> I, I love Evans with Brady back there. I do love DK I do too. chance he gets traded. So I'm I'm targeting one of those two here. Uh, sure. And obviously, I like Waddle, but now with Tyreek there, oh, I, I mean, his value, his value has been, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would certainly take Evans or DK over Waddle. We know what we're getting with Evans. I mean, how many years in a row has it been now that he's at a thousand yards? Nine, like <laughs> nine straight. Nine? <laughs> right. Man, he, he doesn't even seem like he should be old enough to have had nine years, much less nine thousand yard years. No, what I still tend to think of him as a relatively young guy. DK. Yeah, DK I love is this still on the board, here, though, by the way. Leonard Fournette going here at 50. You know, those are some of the guys I want to talk about. I'll, I'll take this Ronald Jones banner. I off. see, like, by the way, Wolf, I see a little bit of what you're talking about here because they just, uh, they just, uh, Zach Wilson just came off the board. Right. That's what I'm saying. Did you really want Zach Wilson? As no, I didn't. I didn't. No, thank you. And so we right, still you, got, you, have, you have just who'd you take? You took Evans? I took Evans. Yeah. Okay. Just because, yes, I like DK, I mean, especially if DK got traded to. Freaking the Chiefs, that would be insane. And we have, and we have Mahomes, and we stack them up. So if he somehow falls to us in this next round, yeah, he absolutely. Won't. There's I no mean, way. I think he will either. Uh, but should he somehow, we're we're going all in. I do think maybe making a play at Tyler Lockett a little bit later, because what I want to talk about is some also of these- if if Kittle is there when it gets back to us, we should totally take Kittle. I would definitely consider that. So let me pull up the board here, so you guys can see these picks as we chat. Yeah, look at the, the diminishing value of the quarterbacks that are going now as far as fantasy guys. Um, we, we had Tannehill, then we had uh, Zach Wilson, now Mac Jones. Mac Jones I like as an actual quarterback, but, I mean, he's not making me too excited. Fantasy-wise, no. I really cut it off at Kirk and Tua. Like, Tua with the weapons could be a beast, but really besides those guys, like the drop-off, as you see, Tannehill, Mac Jones, and Trevor Lawrence, I have no faith yeah. in right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I wanted to get one of those guys because we'd be looking at, like, Mac Jones and, and no thank you. Um, okay, but there Kittle goes, just went. Yeah. Uh, so that that's too bad because I would have loved him there. But we're going to talk about is where could crazy value swings happen? So I've been doing these drafts. I'm a sick fuck. I've been doing them you know, since it first opened about a month ago. I think it was March 4th is when he first started, and I was taking Brady as like my last round pick before he unretired. That's a crazy value swing. He was going pick 180. He's now going pick you know top 15. Should be going sure. probably top six in my opinion. The fact that someone got him at 15 in this draft is a steal to me. I do like that Jameis Winston pick, by the way. I'll shout that one out. Uh, solid like, compared to Mac Jones and Tannehill. I like the uh, the guy that's talking. picking at the turn here. I really like his team. He's got Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, Mixon, Kamara, and uh, Jameis now. I really I really and, like that squad. And, and then he so just he just picked, so he's stacking up on quarterbacks though, like you said, stacking up on quarterbacks late which I don't hate. And I like his strategy because going back to that, that overall analysis that Josh Larkey did. So again, 10 of the top 20 quarterbacks, but when you compared receivers to running backs, 
There were 13 running backs with over 100 plus best ball points added. Only six receivers fell into that territory. And now we move down to only two starting receivers, never mind three uh, in the flex. So I think loading up on running backs and uh, and quarterbacks early is definitely a very viable strategy. Um, one of those guys that did get plus 100 was uh, Mike Evans. That's why I like getting him. I love him back with Brady. He's another guy. So you look at all the bucks, crazy value swings. That's the banner here. He's being crazy in value. Leonard Fournette was going, he just went pick 50. He was going pick 80, 90. James Conner is still a great value. He's still out there right now. I'm hoping to get him in the next couple. Ah, there goes DK. I was really hoping for him. Uh, but James Conner, a top 12 running back in my rankings, that's still going pick 70, 80. I think he's a guy we, we kind of queue up here and hope to get. Amari Cooper, who just went a huge value swing, has now Deshaun Watson coming in there and being the clear cut number one for him. So thinking about who could be clear cut, humongous value swingers and not clear cut, but who could be trying to predict those and get ahead. Again, the, the Tom Brady's, the people that have just shot up the board. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other examples of players. Cordell Patterson landing back with Atlanta, still not getting the, the love. I think he could. Allen Robinson going to the Rams, huge value swinger. That still well, has. You uh, may have, you may have said this, but uh, I feel like Tua's value uh, swung a substantial amount with oh, the addition of Tyreek. Absolutely. He was going in that Matt Jones we see here and he deservedly has jumped about around so those are some guys you could have capitalized on i think some open scenarios all right show us the board wolf we're on the clock oh yeah we gotta make i don't like daniel jones i like james connor or or deontay johnson here or wow i kind of like deontay or james connor what are your thoughts i agree i would i i would be okay with you picking either one of those guys i mean my instinct would be deontay but man you said running backs are key maybe connor i don't know i'll go i'll go deontay just in Either Connor or Zeke could fall to us. You know, we have more running backs I like. After Deontay, right. I think it's a pretty big drop. Right. We're close to the turn here also. This is where we could potentially have somebody fall to us. Oh, Eli Mitchell is still there too. So, yeah, we definitely have some running okay. backs that we like. I do like, you know, we might run out of a chance to take this guy, Malik Willis, who I think has a shot to end up with the, the Steelers, which would be a stack with Deontay. He has great Konami potential here. He might be up. There go both the running backs I was hoping for. James Connor. Maybe we should have taken one of them. Um, Eli Mitchell's still Chris, there. Chris Godwin on the board. A great value. Uh, I think we talk about those crazy value swings. I, I see Malik Willis. Once he lands with the Steelers or a team of that nature, even, you know, maybe the Washington football team, you got McLaurin and some good weapons to throw to. Once he has a landing spot, I think a lot of rookies are significantly undervalued. Those are guys I see leaping up. And I think he's a guy, you know, Back now, we don't have to really think about it. The rest of the draft, you you look at who else there is quarterback, like Jared Goff and Davis Mills and Mariota and Mayfield. Like, I think we take the stab at Willis here and just hope for the Steelers are a solid landing spot, even if he doesn't start till midway through the season. Yeah, I'm okay with you taking a stab at him. I think odds are he's going to end up being nothing, but uh, he but might as well give it a shot. Yeah, everybody's saying he's the most tantalizing of the rookie quarterbacks right now. Uh, he's lighting up the combines, all that stuff. And you look at the receivers. I mean, we still have some very good options, even at running back, too. If I, like, just filter it, running back receiver. Like you said, Godwin's still there. Eli, Elijah Moore, I love, like, Michael Thomas. Um, you know, scrolling down, Damian Harris. Allen Robinson, we talked about him as a yeah, Damian runner. Harris. Calvin Ridley. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, look at that. Allen Robinson, Hunter Renfro. I love both of those. I, exactly. Tyler Lockett, I think, or Cooks are both guys rumored to go to the – the pack board. I, I, I want Allen Robinson, man. I absolutely do. And he'll definitely be there at our next picks. Uh, you know, even Adam Thielen to Cousins could be a Rashad Penny for the, the Seahawks. So as you can see, that this is why I went even Malik Willis there, uh, where he might not be the, the best shining value because quarterbacks are just so um, – you got all these rookies that could be the number one. So to me, that biggest, like, who's going to leap in value is – First, who's the number one receiver for the Packers and Chiefs? I like Juju, but he's not the number one. Um, I, you know, who's going to who's Aaron Rodgers' number one going to be? Whoever those end up being, whether it's a rookie, whether they make a trade, are going to leap about twenty plus spots in their fantasy draft position right now. So those are the you know positions I'm going to try to pepper sure. the attack here. Melvin Gordon, where he lands, I don't think his value is all that important, but he could ruin Javante. That's why. I avoiding Javante, the fact that he hasn't signed yet is like uh, kind of sketchy to me. And then also Seattle and Carolina's quarterbacks, like somebody will land there and be a starter. And in Superflex, you know, that's as valuable as can be. But to me, the biggest thing we're trying to figure out, the biggest leaps that are going to happen and be truly significant values 
will be those Packers and Chiefs. So that's what I'm trying to right. figure out here. Uh, as makes, fact, going on. Makes, makes perfect sense. Gabriel Davis still available also. Um, so exactly. in, in other news, a guy whose value maybe is going to go up from where people thought Kyle Kingsbury has come out and said on Rondell Moore, he's yeah. going to have a bigger role. There's no question. If you just uh, look at the numbers, um, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, like uh, Moore got lost in the shuffle. And, you know, he, no one is a dynamic playmaker, which he definitely is. What the hell's that? That was I was pulling up uh, a, a available targets thing to to build on the point you're making. Then some advertisement popped up as I did it. So continue on. Sorry. Wait, which me. which porn site was it an advertisement for? <laughs> I'm not CJ over here. No one else. <laughs> anyway, uh, more potentially. I mean, you know, I think there is some truth to that. I think he did get lost in the shuffle. So what do you think? Do you like does make does this statement? You know how I am about coaches' statements. I don't know. Like I never know what to believe. Does this make you like him more? Absolutely. And we're about to pick. So uh, I want to dive into Rondo. Right, show show me the board. Show me the board. Let's, let's look at the board here. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Eli Mitchell just went and Gabe Davis, guys I love here, have went. But we got Tyler Lockett. Brandon Damian Harris is there, too. Damian Harris is sexy here. Uh, we don't have a third running back. I, I really like Damian Harris here. Uh, they made no moves that at one, the running back position. Two that suggests their offense will be anything let's, but as running. Let's grab run. Harris and let's let's uh, look for a tight end or wide receiver next pick. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, yeah, let's get let's get Harris. Let's load up here um, and get a running back. Man, this is kind of a sexy team. It's very sexy. Look at this fucking squad. Um, and so uh, back to Rondale Moore to illustrate the points. All those guys you mentioned, you know, he was lost in the shuffle with them. Almost all of them are gone. 195 targets from last year's team nearly 70% of their target share is still available. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, the number one. We know that. That's going to happen. But also 51 red zone targets, nearly 65% there, 195 receiver targets. And then you got Kingsbury. The whole thing, point of the air raid, get space, let your receivers kind of do their thing, read the defense, make a quick read, get it out to them, and let them do their thing. Rondell Moore is very dangerous. The few times they actually used him, we saw him ripping and knifing through defenses. He just never really got a shot. I don't know why. I don't know what was going on there. Other the coaches saying uh, there's a bigger role. Comparing him to Debo Samuel with the things he does, you've seen what Kyle has done there with Debo, and he comes from the you know the Kyle Shanahan subfest. He loves seeing what he does and wants to use the, uh, his arms the same way. So we're going to be creative with Rondale because when he touches the ball, good things happen. Yeah, that was very true last year. He's towards the top 20 in terms of yards per touch and target. Uh, some of the most highest efficiency stats out there but ultimately just didn't get used. Now they really don't have a choice. Again, 395 targets are up for grabs there. They have no choice but to use Rondale. So he's definitely somebody I'm going to make sure to queue up here. Yeah, we're uh, about to there. we're about to be on the clock, by the way, Wolf. Um, oh, yeah. If you look at where the, where the next pick, we got a lot of receivers we like that are still on the board. Uh, as far as tight ends, it looks like the top guys available are Goddard and Hawkinson. Is it yeah. worth – is it worth taking a stab at a, high, at a tight end here that's not an elite guy? Probably. I, I was wondering where Robinson went almost a full round ago. So like Goddard and I like Hawkinson. Um, I always like playing the Gronk waiting game myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like Gusecki. I don't love him. But I think Ertz is one of the best values, too. I think we go after one of these receivers. Personally, I like either going for Lockett or for Cooks in hopes that mm -hmm. one gets traded to the Chiefs. We got pro is at this point but he's also now no i no i agree with you i i like to grab one and we got three seconds i'm gonna go lock it <laughs> okay. and then maybe cooks falls back if not we can always go Thielen. that's fine i also i agreed with you lock it or cooks um you know both excellent receivers and also both seem like maybe candidates that might you know have that massive upswing in value that you keep talking about as far as rondell moore and a lot of these other teams go i i really love that this year's concept now is like the Debo of so-and-so team. Like now every team's <laughs> got to have a Debo because they've got, it's like, oh, he could be the Panthers Debo. Ooh, Rondell Moore could be the Cardinals Debo. I feel like we've seen yeah. stuff like that in the past when somebody does something uh, a little bit different then all of a sudden everyone's got to have one of these teams. Um, quick, quick comment here from uh, Barrett JD's watching on YouTube. He says, how high are you guys on Brees Hall in redraft and dynasty? What do you think, Wolf? Oh, I mean, in terms of let's pull that comment up, that's a great one. And and Denny Jennings agreed with our CMC pick. Great to see you, Denny Jennings, as always. Denny. I'm I'm very high on Brees Hall. I mean, the what do you run? Like a four-four, maybe even I think it was a four-three-three. If I, it's something crazy. I don't have the the stats 
Uh, it was fast. But he's a great receiver as well. That's probably the biggest plus on him compared to the rest of the field. Is great receiver. The clearest cut, like three down back, as can be. Of course, it's always tricky until you know where they go and what's the available volume look like. I was couldn't be higher on Javante Williams, and then he landed the Broncos and Melvin Gordon. They just kind of as good as, as Javante was. It just wasn't the clearest cut situation. So you, if you know Kenneth Walker lands with the Bills instead of Brees Hall, I'm going to like Kenneth Walker more in Dynasty and in redraft. But as of right now, he's definitely the first rookie I'm taking here. I've taken him in a ton of these best ball drafts because I, I was going to, you know, hint at like those huge value swingers in addition to the the wide receiver one for those those um the Chiefs the Packers. These rookie running backs are going to – there's going to be at least one or two that just skyrockets when they land as a feature back somewhere. So I do love loading up. I love that pick on Kenneth Walker here. I was hoping to kind of make a stab at him in our next round. But Brees Hall, definitely my favorite prospect. If I'm drafting today in early rookie drafts without knowing landing spots, he's my 101. I take Malik Willis too, but I take him 101, Brees Hall. The, the best prospect in this class uh, for me by a long mm. shot, as long as he lands in the right spot, even better. By the way, everybody watching us live, uh, if you haven't given us a like yet, please oh, yeah. do that. We appreciate it. I mean, we kind of came right into things, so we're a little bit off our uh, our usual finely oiled machine game that we're that we have gotten so great at. Um, also, if you're interested in these drafts, these underdog fantasy drafts, uh, use the code RSJ give you a hundred percent deposit match. And as you can see, this is pretty fun. Um, oh, it's the best. I'm sure some of you probably already done them, but we have a good time. And the wolf has like a legitimate problem. <laughs> I know it's sad. How many um, of these have you done? How many of these I, have you done? Total, like just the super flex ones are over all... under oh, total over under 25. Over. <laughs> the good news was I, I won a bunch of money in the playoff best ball. So it's all been kind of a free roll for me. Um, so I, yeah, I, I've kind of just racked it up. Love playing with house money. Yeah, exactly. So this is where I, I like taking a stab at Renfro if he does fall to us here. I know it's like unexciting, but man, like I get up Adams and here he is. So I think we go Renfro. You gotta take He's Renfro. Locking in. I mean, I love that. Come on, man. best ball. Come on. He's gonna have some big games. Absolutely. The, the next Julian. Look at that Lee. receiving core right now. Mike Evans, Deontay, Tyler Lockett, Renfro, best ball. Come on. Incredible. Uh and I I don't know why you even tweet this. We talked about it on a past show, but the Pats in 12, 12 seasons, none of their slot receivers finished outside the top 20 in points per game. Uh, and so Renfro, we've already had McDaniel call him like the next slot great that I have. Uh, so yeah, I absolutely love that. I think that's a great pick. I think here we kind of look for one of these rookies, you know, Garrett Wilson or Drake London in hopes that either one of them lands with either the chiefs or the Packers. I do also, we could consider Zach Ertz though. I do think, let me, let me see what the, the tight end situation looks like. I mean, there's still Albert O the fry Hunter Henry. Like there are some good tight ends still here. And I love David Njoku. He's one of those guys that we talked about shooting up the board. Um, so there are still some values. Ertz being by far the, the clearest cut. We just talked about with Rondell Moore, how many and open targets there are. So what what are your thoughts here? Well, and we're we're playing the Gronk waiting game, right? He already went. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Okay. Unfortunately, he goes to the tight end 10 now that Brady's back, and it's kind of a an okay. assume, assumption that he's going to be back here. I was getting him, again, the guys that leap up in value. That's the one thing – I hate to say this because we want people to join underdog and keep playing, but some of the teams I drafted, I know I've sent them to you, are just fucking insane. Where I have like yeah. Brady, Tyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, and like Damian Harris, some good receivers. Allen Robinson at pick like 150. I, I got pretty lucky in some of the guys. Like I took a lot of home run swings, and a lot of them, James Connors on that same team, like they all we're just kind of ended up working. We're on out. the clock, by the way. We could take Ertz yeah. right now if you want. Um, I, I go Ertz. Yeah, I like Drake London and, and hope he can end up as the number one, but. Yeah, I think we just lock up a, a nice, safe tight end because otherwise it is going to start to get pretty ugly in the tight end streets. Good call. I also, you know, I'm I'm looking at the best players available on the board right now. Baker Mayfield, top of the list. That should tell you something because, I mean, you know, he's currently a, solidly a backup. But Christian Kirk, um, you know, who is looking to go uh, average ADP 127. So you're right. You're talking, you know, he's paying 21, 22 million dollars a year for this guy that nobody thinks is going to do anything, (laughs) including me, by the way. Um, yeah. So a couple guys, I'll pull up the board, but you can see how I'm highlighting it. Drake London, Chris Olave, looking for that who's going to land with the Chiefs or with the Packers, take a stab at a couple of these rookies, but also Isaiah Spiller. 
I, I do think Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, the two top running back prospects in this class, but I think Isaiah Spiller might be the only one within that tier, uh, within grasping the tier at least. And maybe he lands in the best spot. Maybe he doesn't go till day two, but that ends up landing him. And you know, Jonathan Taylor didn't go till day two and landed with a perfect situation with the Colts. We could see something like that happen for Spiller. So those are the three names. In addition to Rondell Moore, now there goes uh, Drake London, a beast from USC. Like he's going to be that that prototypical that a lot of people call him the next Devontae Adams in terms of his build and route. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if he goes to the Packers just feasts as a rookie. A couple but, other yeah. guys that are still available on the board that I saw that you could want to take a stab at it somewhere. Alex Madison, I would not think would be an awful pickup at some point. I'm not sure and exactly. And talk about value, like who could, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, like, that please. perfect name to highlight is somebody who might leap up a hundred rounds given, you know, Dalvin Cook was in some hot water at the end of last year with, again, you hate to speculate on like what happened, what didn't happen, but right. there is a domestic abuse case of going around with Dalvin Cook. If he gets suspended somehow, like for the full year, Alex Madison would go in round one. Well, even you know? four, even even four to six games, like you could see yeah. some best ball usage and, and you never, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I, would, anyways, right? I, I would think about taking a shot on Madison. Also, you know, for us specifically, uh, Marquez Valdez scaling still on the board. We do have, and we, um, we do yeah. have Mahomes. Something to think about. That's all. And yep, and Will Fuller right underneath his name. Like whether he lines up with his boy in Cleveland, huge to the moon. Whether he goes, the, the Packers have talked about how we want to add speed. We have no more speed here. If he goes to Green Bay, shoots through the roof. And of course, if he somehow he goes to the Chiefs too, I mean, would all shoot through the roof. So yeah, I, I think all of those are great names. Um, I'm going to, I don't know why I highlighted Baker. I have no interest. In I was, I was, I was going to ask you about that. I was like, yeah. you know, I like, do like most of going back to the Dolphins, uh, going back to the Dolphins, going, well, he actually did try out for the Dolphins, but going with Mike McDaniels, his former offensive coordinator. Um, uh, he just goes right as I talk. I feel like it's a curse. If we talk about a player, he's going to go, uh, right. right then more just like use kind of head gestures. Like, right. Yeah. That guy, yeah, right that there. guy right there. Um, yeah. But, but no, I, I 100% agree. I think this is a good time to take – I'm not going to take Mayfield again. I, I, let me just take the star off him so it doesn't land. Well, uh, I mean, I, we, we have MVS on our list here, but we, it has also been reported that the Chiefs are looking to still trade for that top receiver, which yeah. we have, we've alluded to a couple times in the pod. You know, we were salivating over the possibility of DK Metcalf or Brandon Cooks or Tyler Lockett or any of them being that guy. Um, you know, they're not satisfied with MVS as their number one. Or don't yeah. they have Juju also? They do have Juju. MVS isn't going to be their number one, even if nobody else is added. That's no, but he could he could get us some points in, in a best ball scenario, definitely. Absolutely. I'm going to go Isaiah Spiller here. I know we didn't have much time to debate and make a pick together, but talking again about value swings, he could be the rookie that lands in the best situation. On film, to me, he honestly, if you're just looking at film, I think he looks better than Brees Hall. Uh, even though Brees Hall is a prospect, the measurements, the athleticism, like I would still take Brees Hall. His profile just fits better for fantasy, especially the pass catching. But Spiller like passes the eye test to me even more so. Um, so I'm going to go him. If Madison's there, I think I'd I would want him. Madison with the next pick if he was available. I agree. And if not, I think we go one of those two deep speed receivers. Uh, should he not be there? I Here's the thing with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like, yes, we'd be stacking our quarterback, well, but – he had Aaron Rodgers and he didn't really get it done, you know? Like, you know and then we talked specifically about, uh, you know, this is either last episode or the one before that, where last. he where he has ended up year by year fantasy. And I think I think his top thing, I think I guessed 50 and I was high. It was 55. 55. It was, he, right. it was the best he's ever done. He just went anyway, so we won't have to make this decision. Yes. So, <laughs> so anyway, right. Um, also, Barrett wants to know which of you guys is going to make a trade first in the RSJ Dynasty League. Well, I can assure you it won't be me. Yeah, and that's Matt Sellers. The franchise is up for, so, uh, for, uh, for him. I've been very gonna, quiet in the trade market. Gonna be I just the my team and my picks. I'm like, I'm very hesitant to, to make any moves. And I know that's the, not in the spirit of Dynasty. I don't want to be that guy that just sits and never makes a trade. Trust me, I'm checking it. I'm making pickups. I just, I haven't... All the offers I keep getting are pure crap. So I, listen, I I didn't. I I hated the league from from like uh you know you're the, not a guy. You, <laughs> yeah. No, not not this style. I, I couldn't stand it. I tried to like have a lineup in because I didn't want to be that guy or anything. But I will say the trade offers that I got were just absolute horseshit. From yeah. like it was like like they Go thought. Madison, by the way, just to yeah. make sure <laughs> they they would I would have they would have I would have had to have been so dumb to even consider any of the 
things there. It's like, I will offer you, it reminds me of what I'm a huge Simpsons fan. And Bart at one point trades Homer a doorstop in exchange for his cheese Danish because he really <laughs> like sells it. He's like, he really, he's like this delicious doorstop for your cheese Danish. And he's like, done and done. And that, that would have to be the level of intelligence that I would have had to have had to right. even consider any of these uh, trades. I won't name any names, but you know who you are. Yeah. I've gotten some ridiculous offers. I, I will never consider. So yes, I'd like to make a deal if it's, it's right, but I haven't got a single one. I, I maybe I need to do some more counter proposing and whatnot, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. been clear crap. So we got Madison, by the way. True. That's awesome. I'm thrilled. thrilled. I'm thrilled, thrilled with that. Our running backs, of, McCaffrey, Jones, Harris, Spiller, Madison. I, I think we're getting some solid. A lot of upside. A lot of upside. And then you look at the receivers, Evans, Deontay, Tyler Lockett, Hunter Renfro. So, I mean, Lockett remains stuck with the, the Seahawks. It's not a great pick. Even, but even stuck with the Seahawks, he, he's going to have a couple best ball games. He, he always will, right? He's so, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, even in the worst case, you know, Drew Locke will throw a couple horrible interceptions, but he'll throw him a couple touchdowns too. Um so maybe we look at, you know, Drew Locke late. If Baker Mayfield's still sitting around, he's probably going to start for somewhere, maybe even Seattle next year. So, like, this is the point where it's like, okay, maybe I will take a start. Your boy Corey Davis is on the board. Ugh, I, I'm, he's no longer my boy, trust me. Doesn't he just seem like the type of person who would just end up on the Jets? Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's such a Jet. Um, <laughs> he's horrendous. Here, you know, we're in kind of a weird range here. I was hoping for Tanyan, to be honest. Where I'd like to get a nice tight end, but nice tight ends are very few and far between. Irv Smith Higby. I don't hate Higby here, though. I don't hate Higby. Now they added Allen Robinson, it does make me a little lower on him. Evan Ingram's always like fool's gold, but he's in a perfect system for tight ends. They love Doug Peterson. You know, yes, Zach Ertz is a special talent, but ultimately he was top five in all four years under Doug Peterson, including a tight end one, tight end three. He's always top three in targets. So like, it is a high usage role, and Ingram said, that's why I signed here. I know how tight and friendly this offense is. So he could be interesting. I also love, and this is a guy, huge value swinger that I've been taking. Uh, I was taken in the last round of tons of these, and now he's going much earlier. But Gerald Everett as the number one tight end for Justin Heber uh, now. Like, that's a definite pick. Who do you like better? Be- Who do you like better between Everett and Higby? I like. Mm, I think it's pretty comparable. Just because they are, but Allen Robinson being there, I. It's just like a big touchdown body, which, you know, I don't know. If I told you, though, if I told you that Higby was sometimes sitting in on those Cup Stafford breakfasts, how shocked shocked would you be, honestly? He seems like like the type of guy who might show up sometimes. Might might just toss a little bacon out of the table. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But I like K.J. Osborne since we have um, Kirk Cousins. He's a big best ball, like big play type of guy that could – jump into our lineup at any point. Um, I, I mean, truth, I, as much as I don't like Baker Mayfield, like this late, he's probably going to I think you probably him. need to take a stab at him, honestly. Why not, right? I mean – Well, why not is that he's not very good. And his, ceil- very good. his ceiling is pretty low, but I do understand your logic here. I don't – I'm just looking here. Like, do we really need – He went. He, he went. Oh, um, damn. Just we're on the board. Baker. Oh, uh, Baker Mayfield snatched right out from under us. Seriously. Was that Drew Locke's still there, though, Wolf? Ah, no, no, thank you. Can't talk um, yourself into Drew Locke? What about McCole Hardman? You know, get, yeah, get you, his one you, weapon. You could talk me into McCole Hardman. I'm going to do him just to get one weapon for Mahomes. Because right. as much as you know, MBS is getting the hype right now, if anyone's going to do the gadgety type of things they used to do with Tyreek, I think it's McCole. As a rookie, you know, six touchdowns on 40 catches. It was one of the highest touchdown rates we've ever seen. Touchdowns are fluky. We've seen that now play out with him. But he could be, you know, if he's – he's another guy that just could be way outperformed where he lands. He could also be nothing. But that's kind of where we're at in this basketball range here. Um, I think this is where – I mean, I do also love Kendrick Bourne and K.J. Osborne. Both had huge games. I might lean towards Osborne. I would, I would take um, Everett here with your next pick if he's there. You think Everett, but look, I mean, you look at the tight end still there, though. I can't imagine. I'd be okay with with any of these: Higby, Everett. Um, so you think you think Bourne? So you think Bourne? I think we well. After this pick, we have a long stretch before we pick again. So, right. I mean, that's it. If it was the short term, then I would tend to agree. But uh, if you like Bourne here, I'll, I'll go along with it. Also, I, I see Drew Locke has snuck onto your 
onto your queue? <laughs> just as a, if he's somehow there, I, this is probably where you start taking some stabs at some of these athletic rookies as well and hopes they play. But James, James Robinson. How about? Yeah. Coming off the Achilles, maybe. Uh, I like Daryl Henderson. Honestly. Yeah, but he's backing up a guy who like missed the whole season due to injury. Talk about potential value swingers too. Again, Christian Watson, huge speed as a rookie. A lot of people are mocking him to the Chiefs right now. So I'm going to you know, flag him down. I'm going to flag Julio down because he could be someone's number one at some point, even though he looks really, really toast. Um, I, think so. I think we go born. I, I really do like born when, when it comes to us. Um, when it you comes know, to that's us. That's moves at Ryder receiver. They'll probably draft somebody, but he was a, a sneaky, a top 12 receiver for the first uh, eight games of the year last year. So I'm I'm gonna go Kendrick Bourne. You you okay, okay. with that one, or do you really I'm, want to get one? He's no, 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 no. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think um, next next round we get a tight end, but we we got Ertz at a pretty relatively good price, and I, I think he's gonna be our tight end more often than not. Um, every now and again, Everett might catch a touchdown and look, you know, supersede him, but I, I like that. Ah, damn goes there goes Christian Watson as soon as we start yeah, talking about him. Yeah, right. By the <laughs> way, Kyle Shanahan has come out and said that there is a, and this is in quotes, a scenario in which Jimmy Garoppolo could remain on the 49ers roster in 2022. I wonder if that scenario is Trey Lance sucks. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, and they're not getting any type of offers that where they want to move Garoppolo. So if they feel like they could make another run like they did last year, the roster is pretty much the same. But is your team really ever going to move further than what it has been with and, you know, with if you stay stuck. No, this is the thing that is interesting about guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like, say what you will about him. He's a good quarterback. Like, he's 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 a good he NFL quarterback. He wins games. He's, he's an above-average quarterback. But it seems that there is a bit of a ceiling. And the ceiling's pretty high as far as how far your team can go. Like, he's gone to the Super Bowl. He's gone to the uh, NFC Championship game, beat the Packers in Green Bay. Like, he's done some real stuff. But the limitations are real. I have to admit that. By the oh. way, if Donovan Peoples Jones is on the board when we get there, I, I want some Donovan. I want some stock in Donovan Peoples Jones. I know, like they're definitely not done at receiver. But either way, Donovan Peoples Jones will have some big games with uh, with with Deshaun Watson there. So I like him. I do like Crowder playing the the Cole Beasley role where he saw ten plus targets uh, at least five times in back to back years. So you know Crowder could do some real damage there. I do think we go tight end here. Um, and I, I like either Ingram or Everett as, as definitely Everett. If we're choosing between those two things, okay. there's, yeah. there's no, you can't, I mean, I, you can try to talk yourself into anyone on Jacksonville or Evan Ingram, but you do so at your own peril. Like if you, you're not going to convince me, Evan Ingram's going to be like a 10 touchdown, uh, you know, breakthrough guy. There's no way. Probably not, but I, I love the Doug no system. I'm taking either one of them. If I, and I'm with you. I do have um, Everett higher, better, way better offense. Uh, and the guy, what was the stat we talked about? Like receiving air yards converted on last year. The, 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 duck, the duck stat. <laughs> but Jen, whenever he got used, he, essentially what it said was when he gets used, he makes plays. So I, I did like that about him as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is a good, great offense for him. Obviously huge touchdown equity. So I like going him and then maybe looking at if DPJ falls. I don't yeah. hate Chris Carson here. I mean, I know they should I don't hate Chris Carson here. I hate the fact that you have LaVisca Chenault on this queue right now. And even, the only even though he's I at have, the bottom, I hate it. The only reason I have him, truth, is there have been rumblings the Chiefs uh, are interested in LaVisca Chenault. So that's the just Chiefs are interested in like anybody with a pulse right now. And receiver, right. I, right. I get that too. By the um, way, Evan Ingram just went, yeah. so we don't have to make that decision. Um, I do have Everett and Ingram right ne neck and neck, and we don't have to make the decision. So let's hope. As you mentioned, this was a chance that in this guy, sweet yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I said it was a long time. Sweet Jimmy only has one tight end. Now, granted, he did take Uzuma went. Oh, boy. Uh, he does uh, have – okay, he went Crowder, so – we just got to get past Aaron here. To get as long as this Aaron. guy doesn't hose us, we'll get our tight end. How many people are on these rosters? 16? Uh, 20. <laughs> Jesus. I know. So we, we have to go pretty deep, which I love. Um, yep, there we go. So let's get our guy, yeah, Gerald Everett, here. Bam. I, truth, I'm liking this team. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. long as Mahomes gets some weapons. Like Mahomes at four with the weapons he has right now would probably be a little overrated. But even still, it's fucking Mahomes. He's going to make it work with whoever he has. Um, yeah. so I, I mean, I, I really like that. 
And the, the one thing I was hinting at though is that some of these teams where I got Brady's the last pick, like it's going to be very hard for teams that are drafting right now to compete with that. If my teams live up to those potentials. So as much as I love doing these, it's a fun exercise. I have right. some teams that I drafted early, like a psycho. I think that's where you get your money here on the best ball is getting an early while the drafts, like there's still a lot of ADP to shake out. And some of those swings won't work out for you. There's certainly, you know, Aaron Rodgers early fell in drafts. I had a ton of Tyler Lockett early. He's been a big faller with no idea what their quarterback's going to be. Yeah, but he's a faller, but he could, he could be a riser again. He could, if he went to the Chiefs, he would be way higher than he's ever been in his career. So, you know, there's still some upside to him. I was taking him, you know, in round three, above a round four, rather, above a lot of players, though, that I wish I hadn't. But that's the nature of the beast here. You know, you win some, you lose some on those. I was taking a ton of Deshaun Watson in early best ball. That's obviously going to be a big win. So you probably missed the boat on that. But if you want to get involved now, they're going to release a couple early – they, they call it the uh, what's the best ball manias. Those are coming soon, and you can get in early before the ADP starts to shake out. Code RSJ up to a hundred dollars match. Get on in on this action. As you can see, it's just a good time. It's a, it is a good time. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> uh, Chris Carson and Julio both still on the board. We're picking in three picks. Uh, while we're waiting on that one, Frank Reich, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, has said Naeem Himes will have a bigger role in the team's offense now that Matt Ryan is quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That doesn't mean much to me. But it was in the news, so we thought we'd mention it. And the only reason is he's one of those guys, like, in late best ball, someone I prefer who's definitely going to be out there. He's my last-round pick in every single no, draft. It's James no, White. I don't, I don't want to wait for the last round for that. I want him. We need to snap yeah, him up. I, every I, single I, time. You know, again, as we talked about on the last show, he was the running back 13 when he was active last year. It was only two games. That's, the you know, the rub. Um, but the other rookie, Zamir White, like that's a guy, pass catcher that could do something. We're on the clock. We should take James White. Uh, no. And, not, unless you're confident he's going to be there. 230 like, ADP. He's a last round okay. pick. Okay. At least I'll, wait another round. But we we should we should make sure we snap him up. Because I'd honestly rather have I think him it's than Carson. So we've got to make our pick. It's either Carson or okay. Zamir White, right. an exciting pass catcher rookie running back. What are your thoughts? I would probably lean Carson. But, I mean, if you're All shooting right. for the stars, probably White. They've already said Carson could be the – I know Rashad Penny's there, but they were speculating this offseason. If, even if they re-sign Penny, if Carson's healthy, he's yeah. right back to the lead back. I mean, if we get that, no matter how ugly this offense is, there'll be a couple two-touchdown games in there. So, right. I, yeah, I, I like Carson here. Right. It's to- Right. This isn't dynasty. This is best ball. Um, right. So what do you think of this? The Lions are going to be featured on HBO's Hard Knocks this summer. Oh, man. What a, what a series to show a blueprint for what not to do as an organization. I'm sneaky, really excited for it. Though. I love Dan Campbell. I think he's an exciting personality. Uh, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, intrigued to see how he looks. I'm sure we'll get some rookie exciting talent injected into there. Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty hilarious in the interviews he does. So I, I'm into it. I like it. I, I'm very excited. What are, you, what are your thoughts on it? I'm into it. But, I mean, Hard Knocks rarely disappoints. You know, what I'm looking forward to is, you know, there's always a guy on Hard Knocks or a couple guys on Hard Knocks that due to editing or just due to whatever, you know, they're, they're really on that you convince yourself are like so much better than they are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, obviously all these guys are great. They're all NFL players, but you see, trying to think who it was, who was it on the Cowboys? Well, I mean, we thought CD, I mean, CD lamb is great, but we saw him in, in those clips and we were like, yeah, he's like better than Calvin Johnson. And, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and then, and then you see him and it's like, you're almost let down, even though he's good. You're, you're just like, oh, he's not. Like, yeah, when he's not against air, I guess he's not quite as uh, explosive right. as some of these catches. So I'm interested to see, like, what number three receiver on Detroit or something. We're going to come out of this being like, hey, you know who I really like? <laughs> that that guy buried on the Detroit roster. Right. Khalif <laughs> 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 Raymond. Nothing like a Khalif oh, yeah. Raymond show. Or, uh, I want Stockton. Quez Watkins. No, Quez Watkins is the Eagles. What's that guy's name? I didn't even yeah, they're that worst receiving core in the NFL. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what rookie goes there, for sure. Um, highlighting what some poor, of my favorite, poor bastard. Yeah, let's let's look at some of my favorite like late picks here. Love the McKinnon one. Although is he a free agent? I thought he was. I don't still, love it as much as I loved it like a month ago. Yeah, with Ronald Jones now there. Uh, it's, I, I mean, he's one of those guys. Like I talked, I've, I've hit some ones out of the park, loading up on James Conner in like round nine, ten earlier. I've been taking McKinnon. He's my most owned player right now. I don't know that he'll touch the field now that Ronald Jones is there. So that was a big 
you know, swing and miss on my part. But I do love James Washington. Talk about a huge value riser in line for the number three receiver role for the Cowboys uh, now that he landed there. And ultimately, you know, with Michael Gallup potentially missing uh, the early part of the season, Washington might be the number two in the third most explosive passing attack last year, third most yards, first points overall in terms of total touchdowns, first in terms of total yardage. Like that's obviously the Cowboys are a factory. So I love this James Washington pick. Uh, He's a guy that's clearly shot up. I think Christian Watson or this Jahan, the Dotson guy, again, taking mm. a stab at a rookie that might end up with the Chiefs or Packers. Dearness but, Johnson just went. Love that pick. Love that yeah, one. Yeah, me too. I, I kind of am jealous of that. Pick love James bit. Cook here. Uh, you know, could be as good as his brother. Some are speculating uh, a rookie running back coming in. Could be as good as Dalvin. Love that pick for sure. Um, highlighting some more, you know, the Dunham Peoples Jones. I, I almost wish we went him um, over Kendrick Bourne. That was. Uh, I probably would have preferred DPJ. I told um, you I wanted some stock in that guy. I know. I I, uh, I failed us. Um, let's see here. I mean, is this where we take the stab on LaVisca and just hope he gets traded to the Chiefs? Uh, listen, only if you can promise me that we get James White, because if you if we find ourselves in a situation where we took LaVisca Chanel and left James White on the board, I, I can't forgive that. Here's, here's what I think we do, actually. You got five we, seconds. We take Foreman. The the handcuff to McCaffrey. Now he'll never be McCaffrey, but if we do lose McCaffrey for a game or two, right. I respect my- that pick on your part. Yeah. Um, so, well, I have to get going, unfortunately. Although it does look like we got through 17 out of the 20 picks with me here, which is better than I was expecting. Yeah, not um, bad. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely take I'll take James White last. Don't right. don't you worry. Don't you fret. He better um, end up on our team. I think um, he will. Now, what are your thoughts on this? This as a again a huge potential riser, and I think this. Is I'll getting, stay for this next pick. Go ahead. This is the one I'm going to move into the top, and I hope nobody watching is drafting you, against. Us. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I was going to say you got to take him with your next pick. Yeah, because what if he lands with the fucking Chiefs, or what if, what he, if lands? he lands anywhere? Exactly anywhere. He's already trying to hype up Deshaun Watson, like sign me Browns. Love that. But he's also he's also had some kind of crazy social media posts and stuff lately. Yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of leaning into the crazy. He's kind of like Kanye. Exactly. But, hey, if he plays, I mean, I love it. So I'm going to go him with the next one, James White, with our last pick. Uh, and if White should go and be gone, then I'll probably go John Mechie, uh, trying to take that stab at a rookie All that right. ends up playing with uh, Aaron Rodgers or someone of that nature. We have a pod too with Aaron Rodgers. He's number one. So that's the game plan. Now I'll I'll order it the way I want to go. Is Brown? I'm I'm going to just stay for the next pick and see if we get Brown. I think. And then and then I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But this is fun. It's it's fun doing these together. Also. Yeah, I love doing throwing some throwing some news in between. Yep. Exactly. I mean, I could do this. We could make this a weekly tradition. I'm I'm already doing the drafts. So. (laughs) Yeah. No idea how this will translate to a podcast, but it was uh, certainly fun doing it and fun watching live stream and it's getting me you know getting my juices flowing now i want to do one Devonte parker still on and again board. it's you know what about Devonte parker as far as somebody who could have a big value swing dude right if he gets traded to the chiefs potentially you know oh man I, that's I, I might i might i might be interested in him yeah i'd pick brown first but yeah 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 although man i don't know i really feel like Devonte parker is a huge value swing potential guy Absolutely. And he, he at least is going to be playing this year. We know we'll get something out of him, even if it's just one game that he has a good game. Um, yeah. Oh, man. But the, what I was kind of getting at, too, is like it's not just mock drafts here. We, we have a shot at 50000 bucks Again, code RSJ, $100 deposit match. $10 shot at fifty k. Like This is just – this isn't like a, a nothing draft. There's some real value on the line here. Fifty oh, k and Devontae Parker just got drafted. All right, grab – take Brown. Let's get him. Bam. You know, might right. not play it down. No, might, it's okay. At the 18th round, you made a nice pick. Absolutely. All right. I'm out of here. This was fun. I'm the truth. The Wolf will sign you off later, and I'll see you guys at the latest in a week. Awesome. Thanks so much, Truth. Yeah, we'll see you next week, brother. All righty, folks. So wrapping it up, we just have one pick left. As I promised truth, I do hope to make it James White, who I just think will have nice, steady value. We do already have Harris, and it's kind of like they're going to nibble each other's cheese, but James White was dynamite as a pass catcher. Six-plus targets, uh, or six catches, rather, seven-plus targets in all of his games, the two games he played last year. So I think that's a good one. Our receivers probably need it a little bit more. 
Evans, Deontay. I mean, there's pretty good receivers too in terms of best ball, especially if AB gives us anything. So we'll see. I don't hate taking a shot at some of these rookies as well. And John Metchie, maybe even David Bell. Sterling Shepard, they're expecting to be back by August, even with that uh, torn Achilles. So he could be interesting. I like Damian Pierce and Pierre Strong as like dart throw rookie running backs. And as we mentioned, so an interesting stat by, you're saving this nugget till the end here. Hayden Winks looked at like the advanced percentage of teams, great you know, underdogs, uh, founder, not founder, but one of their leading analysts over there. Six receivers had a 22% advance rate. And then the more you drafted, the further your advance rate went down. And that was in a three receiver format. So now you look at, you know, you only start two receivers in this. It might be better to just keep loading up on running backs and certainly ones we know will have a role. So I, I like going after James White here. Um, and if he's gone, maybe Mechie. Maybe we get a, a rookie receiver here. But let me know we got, you know, how many more questions we have. Uh, uh, which one of you guys is going to make a trade? That's the, the Barrett. So if you have questions, now's the time to ask as we wrap up here with our final pick. Let me know what kind of content you're looking for, what we can do. And you're catching the replay again, or you're just tuned in a little bit late here, hit that thumbs up. Please help us continue to grow, get out to more people. It would be so greatly appreciated, uh, folks. And, of course, if you, you like what you're hearing and you haven't already, sub. And we could also promote the podcast, Fancy Pullback Dive, wherever you listen. Um, is a If you want the, the audio formats here. So we're making this last pick. I mean, I don't hate Randall Cobb. We'll have definitely a role. I, I, I want to get James White, though. That's my guy here. Load up on that Patriots backfield. They got plenty of pass catching volume available. Available. I could look at tight end because we only have two. Like John Uber and Ricky Seals Jones will be starting for the, the Giants. I'm going James White if he's there. Tight end really drops off fast. So, you know, going McCaffrey over Kelsey, but I, I had to do it. I couldn't believe a guy had to pick 21. What? Just insane. I know it's super flex, but he's going in the first round at most. 9.5 ADP got him at 21. I love that. He's McCaffrey. That's just a steal of the draft, but love Evans' value. And I can't believe he's going below his ADP given the value swing he's had this offseason. Deontay below value here. Renfro almost 20 picks after his ADP. Whew. I know that Adam's going to eat in that target share, but man, slot weapon in McDaniel's offense is always going to get some love. We know that Derek Carlton. Don't know that we only have three quarterbacks, but I mean, you look at the draft capital we put in the position. These two are almost always going to start. And then Malik Wells is the wild card, like could have a 25 point outburst as soon as he's a starter running all over the field. So I, I like what we've done there. I do think in terms of value swing guys, Sony Michelle could be another one that lands and, and somehow gets in a meaningful volume, but kind of it's taken him so long to sign here. Despite it, a solid season. Got to be a little concerning. I like getting James White if he's still there. Where does he, you know, yeah, right down here, kind of hidden. In terms of some of these late picks, you know, is there anybody else I'm really liking or highlighting? I love, again, the Zamir White. Justin Jackson's intriguing as a free agent where he could land. Schwartz, if they add nobody, could we? oh, it's my pick. Sorry, I'll get that done. Let's get our boy White. I, I like what we've created here. I think this is going to be a solid potential option. But let me know in the comments if you haven't already what you think of this Wolfpack. And again, whatever content we can make for you that you would enjoy would be most helpful at this time of the year. Maybe some Dynasty, a Dynasty series, something of that nature. I know that startups are big right now. So. Check us all out, all our contents at RoadStreetJournal.com. We breed and feed you fancy wolves, updating that big board for 2022 daily. Got to do the, the Rojo update now. Uh, but, man, Rondell Moore, going to bump him up a little bit. The more and more they hype him up. But, guys, thanks again so much for being tuned in. Uh, let me just pull off this so I can send you off with this gross mug. I, of course, have the wolf. Thanks again for being here. Wolfpack. We used to have Wolf it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. At least we stole the show. At least we stole the show.
Old-fashioned football right there, folks.